Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. I think we should get back to our roots. What do you think, Dems? What do you mean? I mean, we are a food podcast, and the past couple of episodes have been nothing about food. Yeah, you're right. So what do you want to talk about? I don't know. Food, obviously. Yeah, obviously. I know that, bro. But exactly what? Let me think. Uh, so let's just say, what food are you craving right now? Uh, not really food. More like craving fruit. Craving mango for some odd reason. Don't know why. Lol. Well, me, not just one. I want white toasted fried bread. I want a burrata, and I want juri. There he goes again. A massive breakfast. Anyway. I'm craving for a kabida kebab. What's that? Well, you just have to listen to find out. Cliffhanger, play that beat. So, so, Kabida Kebab, I actually do know what that is, but do you mind explaining for our listeners who may not know what that is? Sure. Well, it's a meat kebab made from ground lamb or beef, often mixed with ground pepper and chopped onions. So just like a normal kebab then? Pretty much. So what do you want to talk about then, Sol? Well, as you might be aware, just like one's age, one's taste buds changes like wine. Bro, I don't drink. It's only a figure of speech. Okay, so what I'm trying to say is, I'm sure throughout your age you've had a certain craving or a certain food that you've liked. So let's just say from age 30 to 40, well, obviously 40 onwards or whatever you are, what food do you crave the most? So for example, I can mention I had a food today, uh, which I was craving anyway, and my wife made it for me. And it was these kebabs, uh, on a nan. It was more homemade kebabs and it was really nice. So that's why I was craving for a kabida kebab. Do you have a certain one that you like to eat? Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. I mean, I know you asked for 30 to 40, but I think it came from a regular routine. I still crave the same stuff now. So every Friday used to be our fish and chips day, but not from the local chippy making it at home. Saturday's chip day. Now Fridays for us, oh, yeah. Right. But Saturday morning was uh, a fry up, so you know scrambled egg or omelette on toast or fried bread, and then a Sunday is porridge with a hard boiled egg. So right now, if I'm going to say anything, if I'm craving anything right now, it would be I want 
thin white fried bread. My my cravings change daily. You guys know I have a sweet tooth, so my cravings are usually for sweet dishes, like sweet rice, for example, or kheer, which is rice pudding, I think. So yeah, for me, it's that. Oh yeah, I've got favorite dishes across the spectrum, you know, food, snacks, main meals, uh, desserts, starters. So start, starters at the moment, I, I really like my seafood. Grilled prawns marinated in a lemon and herb sauce and on the side with a mixture of, I think it was rocket leaf salad with grilled onions. Oh, so nice. And do you think that's true then? Do you think your palate does change over the years? Personally, I, I don't. I think even since a child, I've always had a sweet tooth and that's been consistent throughout the years. I think with age, you get restrictions. You, you may develop certain conditions, health conditions, your teeth may not be in the best shape. You may not eat certain types of foods or whatnot. But I'm not sure if your palate actually changes. That's quite interesting. I, I, I think that's true. I think your palate does change. I think once you've started killing off some of your taste buds, you can't taste them as much. And the amount of spices we eat, we kill off quite a lot. I did have a very sweet tooth. I used to have chocolates. Matai. I've got the English name for that. Really? You had a sweet, since I've known you, which is quite a bloody long time, you barely drink fizzy drinks, which is sweet. I've rarely, hardly ever seen you eat sweets. I chocolates. used to drink. I used to drink Coca Cola all the time. I'm sure it was in one of the episodes. We used to put Coca Cola in milk, and drink it. That was a thing, though, isn't it? That's a thing from abroad. Yeah, Ruffs. Yeah, we were talking yeah. about Ruffs, weren't we? Yeah. In, in, in one of the episodes. In which whistle, episode was that? Can you? Wet your whistle. Wet your whistle. Okay. But then it changed. So after college, I started looking at what kind of things were making me ill. And I realized if I started having too much sweet stuff, I regularly had a sore throat. And as soon as I cut it out, I stopped getting sore throats. And up until this day, I now monitor and manage how much sweets I eat. But there are a couple that I can't stop eating. So if someone bought me jalebi from delhi sweet center i ain't gonna say no i mean i love the box you were dropping hints that's earnest so, i'm hoping to come around soon so um you just can get me well that. well we know you as a spice guy have you always been to spicy foods is that something developed over the years no no i've always been into spices as well this is another thing now as well when you eat at home in my family my generation me me personally if i was given a dish i'd eat it so regardless of whether I liked it or not, I would eat it. And yep, we Asians cook absolutely everything. We can make a meal out of anything, as long as you add spice to it. Yeah, do you know what it is? I, I think it's what your tongue and your palate gets accustomed to. For example, we used to have like really spicy food like back in the day. We've calmed down now a little bit because mum's got certain conditions. She shouldn't have too much spicy foods and, and too much salt either because of certain conditions so we've, we've calmed down a bit but my sister's married in into a family where they eat barely any spice so their spice level is very low and their tolerance is really low but now she comes back and she's like oh, oh, spicy oh, spicy oh, to food that she grew up eating and that's actually it's simmered down a bit over the years but because she, with her in-laws she's used to eating less spice her palate's adapted to that now so when she comes back 
to, to ours, for her, it's too spicy. I mean, even think about it when Asians go out for a meal and you go to a restaurant, what do they ask you? Do you want it apna style? And what do they mean by that? Like, do you want it extra spicy? I mean, we mentioned that in one of the other episodes as well. I think it was uh, two onions. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so um, that was where my missus accidentally ordered a korma, which is a sweet version in British cuisine, but actually it can be made spicy as well. Okay, so on that then, does your missus eat spicy food? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And what about the kids then? The kids will eat spicy food. Like my son likes his peri-peri burger meal, but not curries. If he has a curry, it's got to be a particular type and it won't be with roti. So he'll either want it with a alu naan or a bratha or just a regular naan bread. All right. So what about you, Sol, then? Do you think your palate's changed over the years? Uh, yeah, because uh, having certain conditions, say, for example, my diabetes, you have to adapt. So from from what I was then until now, it's changed. Foods such as less peanuts or having milk in there, stuff like that needs to be cut down. So I have to use alternative milk, but it doesn't taste the same. It tastes different. You get used to the taste of having oats milk, but it's not the same milk taste. When I'll have... Uh, Rasmalai! I can't have that now. I used to oh, love can't. that. It has milk in it. Oh, yeah. Gosh, yeah, you're right. Okay. See, now I'm craving Rasmalai. Now you put it to my head. Now I feel like Rasmalai. Jalebi, I've not really been too... Much of, even though I've got a sweet tooth, I don't know something about it. I think it's just too sugary. Just, unless you, I think we've discussed this already as well. You put it into milk, which will sort of dilute the the sweetness a little bit. Uh, Might dilute it, but it gives you extra energy in milk. But there's different types of jalebi. There's the orange one. There's the thin, sticky one. The one that I have, it's a golden coloured. I don't know the exact name for it, but there is only one sweet center that I know makes it. Literally everyone I've spoken to so far says that is the best one. And I think I mentioned a story about someone who took one and got the sugar sweats, like literally got the sugar sweats because he finished off a two and a half kg box in one night. Yeah, well, no one I, I think that was in the Sweet Tooth episode. Yeah. Guys, you'll have to go back and listen to all of these great episodes. Yeah, true. I've tried that jalebi that you're talking about. Like I say, it, was, it isn't bad, but um, I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of jalebi. And it's not just food as well, drinks as well. My my palate for drinks has changed as well. I remember from the Wet Your Whistle one, you know, we were talking about Ruafsa, which was made from uh, Hamdad Laboratories. I used to have Coca-Cola. Don't anymore. I'm more of a water person now, but I flavor it. So I'll either use a cordial or get the slightly a hint of lemon and lime or strawberry, you know, the Volvic waters and uh, Evian waters, the types of drinks that they do now. Yeah, why is that though? Is that because you're getting older and you're trying to be healthier? You know, your body starts deteriorating. When you're young, you can eat McDonald's like three, four days on the trot, even a week, nothing on it. You do this, you know, when you're slightly older, you'll feel it like the next day. I've not really had an issue, but... Apart from having the sweet stuff and then knowing I'm going to get a sore throat or I'm going to get ulcers in my mouth, I'll stay away from it. Drinks, I've never seen an effect, but yes, you are right. I am doing it thinking about my health. It's a conscious decision you're making to to change your eating habits. Yeah, but because I've not had it, 
when I go to a wedding now and try a little bit, I don't like it. Yeah, they say that there's this thing called the sugar fast. So if you don't like have it for like 30 days, I think it is, or is it 90 days, one of them, you, your system sort of recalibrates itself. So when you do have it, it feels like it's just too much. I'd have to agree with that, Dims. Because now obviously I've cut down a lot of sugar, especially like chocolates and sweets and fizzy drinks. It does take the toll. So even if you have like a little bit, you're like, whoa, that was too much. And before it was like I could chomp it away. Now it's like, that's it. That's enough. You really do change because I was with me, when I used to have a sweet dish, I'd have a cup of tea with a spoonful of sugar as well. But now if I have a sweet dish, I won't put any sugar in my tea. Have you ever eaten sugar raw? This is so bad. Just like normal sugar, the white crappy sugar, just a spoonful and just eat it. I've I've done that. I used to do that as a kid. Yeah, never, never. No, so I'm not. Well, Nizaz, so I'm not the only one. I would have felt worse if I was the only one. Okay, that's not too bad then. I don't know why. It's just as a kid you do daft things, isn't it? But it's similar to having. I don't know if you remember that. Asian sweet, Pakistani sweet. It looks like a crystal and it's just pure sugar. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, a mishri or something they call it. Yeah, mishri. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah. mishri. Oh, sorry, I forgot what they're called. They're like yeah, uh, cube, now, cube or shape. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But now my feelings will come out if I try and do that. I can't do that no more. It's it's really hard in your tea. Because then there's the other one called Ravrian and they're like a white milk little rocks, sweetened. Little yes. stones. Yeah, little they're, stones. they're solid as well. Talk about these kind of sweets. What about Blackpool Rock? Oh, yeah. oh yeah i used to have those i wouldn't have one now even no. even when the kids get it i i try to discourage the kids from getting it i don't even think it tastes nice no more i mean maybe that's my palate there i don't know it's just my teeth are sensitive now i don't i wouldn't even enjoy it you couldn't even pay me to eat one of those things now oh i remember my favorite chocolate bar over the ages has changed so first of all i used to like snickers then i changed to aero then i moved on to lion bar and then finally while i was at uni i used to have picnic so before i used to go to work i didn't have a chance to eat anything so i'd buy a picnic chomp that down and then go to work but now i don't have any chocolate bars it's like a big no-no yeah so what you said i have phases of those so i'll have a toffee crisp phase just eat them for like weeks on end i might move to snickers and then I might move to Reese's. I might, you know, the different ones. But a staple for me has always been a Milky Bar. My first memory of a chocolate was a Milky Bar. So yeah. that's sort of stuck with me. Mine too as well. But again, they're at least a decent size. Are they 15p or something? What's 15p nowadays? What are you on? I know, 15p. There's nothing for 15p nowadays. I don't know what planet you've been traveling to, but yeah, not, not on Earth anymore. <laughs> uh, Turkish Delight, I used to hate that. The adverts were good. I tried it. I don't know about you guys. I just hated it. That pink jelly inside it or something. Well, when you mentioned Turkish Delight, that reminded me of um, the Roses box and Quality Street. Yeah. This is going back some bit. They've not changed much over the years. And you remember Chris Packets? They used to be all different companies. They yeah, weren't just one. Yeah. Now it's just Walker's Crisp. Yeah, so yeah, but before had... it used to be WH Smith, Smiths. 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 Yeah. And there was two other brands as well. I can't remember their names, but I remember the spicy tomato balls. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The spicy tomato balls. They're all right, man. They do. I like those. I like they, those. I've tried. They do snaps or something like that. It's similar, but it's not. It's not got that that thing to it, man. But yeah. Oh, what about Invaders? 
Space Invaders. I think yes. they still do them. Transformers think, as well. I think this episode's turning more of a a snack episode, snack more, episode. more than a food. <laughs> and we're not just up to the age thirty to forty, are we? We're going back to a straight. We've gone straight back to the uh, childhood. Yeah. Yeah. We're all we're all remembering and talking about our childhood stuff, like hubba bubba, and uh, hubba bubba. What? It's probably because they don't do certain. It's like you know. No, they don't taste the, the same. The, the yeah. certain things they've they removed it. So oh, I don't think they use sugar anymore. They use sweeteners instead. I've just remembered two of the sweets from Pakistan. So when we mentioned hubba don't bubba, say ding dong, bro. Ding they, dong. They, no, no. What? How did I know? No, that's just, yeah. I think you still get them, and even they've changed in taste. They've they've su- changed in taste. They have. They've gone worse. Yeah. And what saying, about? Yeah, right. What about the almond one? Do you remember the almond one? No. It's like a small bar, not even a big bar, like a small cube shape, and it's just almond, and it's quite pasty. I used to love those. What Whenever they used called? to bring them from Pakistan, I can't remember the name. But I was going to say, we're remembering all of our foods from childhood, so do we just get boring after 18? Or just everything tastes better when you're a kid? Or... Was it really better food back then? Like Sol just said, now now they've got these big corporations and they mix crap into it. They don't even use actual sugar. They use, like you said, sweeteners and well, all sorts of fake stuff. Yeah, but I'm not going to dish this. There is a sugar tax on, and I do think that is good. I mean, our teeth have been able to withstand the test of time, but kids these days, the amount of teeth they're pulling out and tooth decay that they have is really bad. So I do I do agree with the sugar tax that there is, but that sugar tax has forced companies to look at other ways to sweeten their food. I think Coca-Cola is the only one that hasn't changed their recipe, whereas all the other companies have changed their recipes so that they don't have to pay as much sugar tax. Okay, so that's interesting, a sugar tax. So do you have a kid's tax? So what I mean by that is, do you restrict your kids on what they can and can't eat or is it free reign i is free reign but i advise them against it they don't always agree or listen to me fizzy drinks i do put my foot down on that one so if we go there's a limit on it or is it completely out no no there's a limit on it Uh, if, if we're getting a takeaway then no fizzy drinks at all they're not allowed at all but if we go out for a meal I can't really stop him. There's an episode called Pop Goes the Soda, but you need to listen to that. And you might change your mind on uh, fizzy drinks. Yeah, we'll have to uh, do a quick recap on that one. Yeah, so your palates change as well with the food that you get introduced to and with so many takeaways opening up from different regions of the world. So Turkish, Afghan, food for uh, Iranian places, you've got Thai places, Chinese places. There's a, there's a noodle place that's opened up by ours. And it's so busy, and I've been to it, and I've tried it. It's so nice. I could go to it again in the way that they cook their food, and it's not spicy. So on that then, do you tend to try more diverse foods? And have you always been like that, or is that something you do now if you do do that? That's a very good thing. So I do it as something to try and teach the kids. So I was reading something online, and it says... To be able to be tolerant and open-minded, more optimistic, you know, ready to try stuff, you need to have an elastic mind. But to have an elastic mind, you've got to train it. And to train it, you have to do 
new things, different things, things that you hate, things that you wouldn't do, things that you don't like. And then you create this elastic mind. And they said one of the easiest way to do that is just try different food. It might look disgusting. You might not want it. But if you try it, you're training your brain to try new stuff. That's why I do it. And I do it as a way to try and help the kids to develop an elastic mind. A lot of people stick to staple foods like what they used to. vast majority will do that. And I know a few people that when they have tried to venture out, they've had such a bad experience that it's like it scared them for life. Like, no, no I'm just going to stick to what I know. Yeah. And what they've said is that closes people down. So you always need to keep an open mind. And the article I read mentioned trying new foods is the easiest way. And I did. I went to a Afghan place and I tried their salmon. It was a whole salmon. They grilled it with the lemon sauce on and they put it in rice. And it was really nice. It's good. So what about you, Sol? Do you try different foods and stuff or stick to what you know? No, I do. Sometimes when you've tried and tasted it, you get used to it. I'm not saying I, I won't try it. If somebody goes, oh, like, say, when with uh, Niz and says, let's go for an Afghan meal, I'm like, yeah, let's try it. I think uh, Niz mentioned his son, uh, you know, he won't, he'll, he'll stick to his Perry Burger meals and stuff like that. Some kids... Yeah like that and they just stick to that because that's what they know i think it's when you grow older a bit that's the thing when your palate changes you're like oh never tried this let's give that a shot oh this tastes good this tastes different that's the thing that you don't know unless you try i, I know people that say that they hate a certain food and yet they've never tried it so have you tried the walkers flavors so like roast chicken I have. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not about roast chicken. I can't remember which one it was. I'm not really big on crisp. I'm not sure about you, Sol, but I'm not like a really crispy person. Yeah, but it's not just crisps. Other snacks as well. They try to flavor it to make it taste like as if it was the actual thing. And do you think it tastes like it? Do you, give me an example. Like, like the Walker's crisp roast uh, roast chicken or the Thai chicken, because that's just yeah. flavoring. Yeah, obviously, it tastes nothing alike. To when I've had them anyway, to the real thing, no. Yeah, I actually think the same as well. I don't think it does do the actual original any justice. Yeah. They don't taste the same. Unfortunately, half the food we eat now isn't real anyway. It's all processed and fake. Yeah, I remember the old way you used to cook porridge. And now they have that instant porridge, don't they? Where you just add water or milk and then put it in the microwave and it's so, done that statement i've just made is very true like the food it's more artificial now i mean that's backed by science and history but i'm just thinking so when we go into our childhoods and we're like oh foods were so great uh, and all the rest of it and it, was it because it tasted better which may play a part but i wonder like the kids of today when like they grow up are they going to sort of reflect and say oh when we were, even though they eat fake food right for the most part, artificial, uh, processed. But are they still going to have... Is it... So is it mental or is it actual physical? Do you know, do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Uh, that's a hard question to answer, to be honest with you, because we're not them. Only they will understand that concept. Obviously, my elders, they used to mention that you're eating fake food. I remember they used to tell us that years ago because this is not what we had. 
but we had tasted a lot better. So I think that might be the same concept and so on. They'll say, oh, our food was great. And when they have their children, they'll say, oh, your food wasn't as great as what we had. So it could be, like you said, it could be actual more mental aspect more than the actual physical aspect. That's quite interesting because I don't think, see, I just thought about when we were kids, I forget this generations before us, their food was even fresher, even healthier, even more whole than our foods. There's a thing that they say in my family, they say, Desi Chusa. Translate for the listeners. Desi meaning from back home, chicken. So wow. one where you look Easy. after it yourself and then sacrifice it and you cook it fresh there and then. Whereas chickens coming to the shop, they've shown that they do pump them full of water to plump them up a bit and also to add weight. It's not what it was back in the day, even before our time and even during our time. It's just getting faker and faker. I can actually envision the future. I can see one day, you go to your printer, you press chicken burger or donut, and it'll print it out for you. And it'll probably, probably put some flavours in there. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if that happened one day. Like literally, that's, I think that's where we're headed. Fake as anything. It's all... And they do, they try to chemically, like you said, with the flavourings of the crisps, they try to put it in... If they can put it in crisps, they can put it in literally anything. Well, that's why they're trying to move to plant-based foods. And what is plant-based foods? Just flavouring. They've now started this new trend, Veganuary. So every January of every year, you just have have vegetarian food. And this year, it took off. So McDonald's have got their plant-based one. Subway is doing their plant-based. Pizza Hut is doing their plant-based pizzas. And it's supposed to be meat, but plant-based. What is that plant-based? It's just flavouring. Talking about January, you forgot dry Jan because you were mentioning about wine earlier on. Oh my God, where's these months coming? So I, I've heard of October, where you start smoking. I think there's a Movember. Movember, yeah. I think did you have a, there's a grow a moustache for charity yeah, or something. that's it, that's it. What, what did he say now? Something January, what's it called? Dry Jan. Dry Jan. That's yeah. what, what you don't drink in You January. don't drink throughout the month of uh, January. is because uh, throughout December, they say they drink a lot of alcohol and so on. So obviously... Because you've overdone it. Yeah, yeah, you've overdone it. That's so it. It's like uh, detox. Detox, that's the word yeah. I was looking for. Yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah. Whilst we're talking about different sort of months, anyone have any ideas of different seasonal foods? For example, during Christmas, you get mince pies. You don't get them throughout the rest of the months it just tends to be like october november december time yeah like i said at the start of the show bro i'm waiting for mango season to kick in as well it's just around the corner as soon as that's in i'm I'm on the mangoes see i'm missing when it when it, they're not there and when i'm there i sort of take it for granted i don't have them as much what about your cadbury's cream eggs what season oh easter uh-huh okay <laughs> <laughs> but you can get them all year round though i don't think they're Quite seasonal. There, obviously, there's certain things that they promote seasonally. I don't know if you can buy them all year round. You know. Yeah, you can. You and your cream eggs. How do you eat yours? Actually, how do you eat yours? I don't. Do you remember that that advert years ago? Yeah. Where? Yeah. Yeah. There's different ways of eating one cream egg. Yeah. I how tried all of them. That's like, like seven. <laughs> I'm joking. There's like seven different ways. Can you tell us some of them? I can show you. 
<laughs> but after, after the show. But yeah, I've, I've always preferred Kinder Surprise. Oh, it's Soldier's Walk Up. I think Soldier's Walk Up. That's the alarm clock. I think we've gone over. Oh, that's it. Time's up. Finish. Come right, to an okay. end. <laughs> that was a Kinder Surprise right there. By the way, that's my favourite. Hint, hint. Right. It's been an interesting chapter. Sounds like we covered quite a few topics throughout the ages. Let's see what you did there. Hope the listeners found this episode a good listen. And I'll see you guys next time at the table. Bye for now. Yeah, it was good going down memory lane. See you guys next week. Bye-bye. Yep, I'm off to go try my white fried toasted bread. See you next week. goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.